Today we're going to be talking about toxic traits. So one of my toxic traits is that I hate being questioned. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm about to leave the house and my mom is like, where are you going? I will literally be like, outside. Like, I am So you don't, you don't like people in your business? Yeah. Like, for, of course, like, for safety reasons, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to Target. Oh, I'm going to a friend's house. Whatever. Uh, but when they start, like, asking even more and stuff, I'm like, nah, I like to cut it at the root. Like, or, like, my niece sometimes will be like, oh, what time are you going to sleep? Like, why, why does this concern you? <laughs> but and I, I know that sounds, like, really rude, but it's kind of just like, but why does it concern you, you know? Yeah, I understand that because I had the same problem when I just turned 18. Mm. And in, like, Hispanic culture, if you're still under, it, it probably is in other cultures as well, but if you're still under your mother's roof or whatever, your parent guardian, then you have to answer to them. Yes. And they'll still be strict <laughs> with you. So I had this feeling that every time I left the house my mom asked me where I was going I felt like she wasn't allowing me to grow up mm -hmm. felt like a prisoner so I understand that you don't like to be questioned now when I leave the house I'll just be like oh I'm just gonna go do errands and she'll be like oh, okay mm -hmm. and then just lets me go and I have more freedom in that but before it was like specifically where are you going and mm -hmm. who's gonna be there with you and what time are you getting back? And all these other questions that I didn't want to answer. I felt like I was being in an interview. Yeah. Yeah, like they were really all or up in probation. the probation. For real, like, yo, I'll be back. Can I get the ankle monitor off? So I'm like, I'm just yeah, on the target. I'm just going outside for a little bit. <laughs> I see it a lot, like, when my family asks me. But then a part of me is, is like... Why does this trigger me? Is it because I know yes. I'm going to go do something bad or something that I mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing, you know? But not, I feel like that all the time. I'm just like, I'll be back in an hour. like. Or maybe you just like your privacy. Maybe it's not even like a trigger thing. It's normal to want privacy. Yeah. That is annoying <clears throat> if you have to tell them exactly where you're going, what time you're coming back. Like, yeah, It makes time. you feel like you're in school still. You're mm -hmm. asking for the hall pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. So, so what is normal. your toxic trait? <laughs> One of my toxic traits are that I don't like confrontation. So I try to avoid it as much as I can, which allows other people to step over my boundaries mm. most times. Mm. Um, yes. So... Now, do you think it's easier for you to address things in person or confront things in person or through text and whatnot? It's not easier, but I feel like I have to because now I'm more self-aware. I know that if I don't do it, it's a disservice to myself. Mm -hmm. For example, I don't know if I talked about this in another episode, but there was this coworker that I have that 
would always ask me for rides after work or just always in my business and that triggered me a lot because I didn't want to upset her mm-hmm. and I didn't want it to I didn't want to feel uncomfortable in my workplace I wasn't used to someone just like bless you I wasn't used to someone just stepping over me like that and mm-hmm. just it felt like she was using me and I would just have now I think I don't even confront it now now I just make up excuses of why I can't drop her off I, it's still hard for me to say like no I don't want to or no yeah. I can't um, I just come up with these elaborate excuses that <laughs> make me feel like I'm cheating myself out of it but I mean it's just something I have to work on so. I think I think it's so hard to be confrontational in those type of situations because you're going to come off rude to her and that's like a part of everything that you want to avoid. You don't want to make someone feel like shitty, you know, like get get it together, please. Or get the hint, get the cues, like read the room. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I am also aware that how other people react and how they feel uh, as a result of me setting boundaries is not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and that puts ease to me, but that can only go so far. Yeah. You know, that feeling, that reassurance in my mind. Because I'm not always thinking that. Yeah. It's only when I'm just, like, sitting down and really thinking about it. Not in the moment. the moment, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to be, like, this bitch. It's easier wanna, to like, avoid in the moment. It's like an easy way out, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it, it makes me question like my mor- my morals too. Mm-hmm. Like if I say no, let's say it's cold, okay? It's snowing, it's a snowstorm, <laughs> <laughs> and she don't got no ride. I can't say no. Yeah. Or it's dark outside. Yeah. And she's a woman. I can't yeah. say no. Yeah. Even though, you know, I really do got to get home because I got to do some shit or whatever. I just... I think as long as you... And this may sound fucked up. But as long as you push yourself first and you're not setting yourself back by, you know, doing this favor for her, I think it's okay. But then it also goes into when it gets really toxic and when she starts expecting it. Like, also oh, every yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you got me, right? And it's like, no, no, no. Right. Wrong. Actually, like, no. And it's that right. Like, oh, you taking me home, right? Yeah. Oh, you buying me lunch, right? No. Like, See? Uh-uh. I don't got money. We got the same hourly wage. <laughs> like, what do you mean? For real. Does she still do that? Yeah. Girl, I gave it a ride the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. But it was like, she was like, she was like, oh, my son, he's 10 minutes away. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, but I don't know if I want to wait for him. And I was like, bitch, wait for him. Like, <laughs> and then so I, um, I was like, well, you know, just call him or whatever. And she, she called him in front of me and she was like, oh, it's okay. Melly's taking me home. Bitch, I didn't even say yes. Like, you had another I friend named Melanie? Yes. Like, because this Melanie's going home. What's going on? I got a date with Netflix, bitch. Okay. Right. 
I have to go home and do nothing. It's very important to me. <laughs> That's called self-care, okay? Yeah. But I have that sometimes in friendships, too. I avoid confrontation. Uh, not like, with I, I me. Can, you I, confront have... me like my therapist. And I'm like... No, uh-huh. okay. So, let me rephrase that. I would say with friends I'm not that close with. I have mm. trouble with that. You know, because if I'm close to you, I know how you react. And I mm-hmm. know what kind of person you are, really. I know mm-hmm. if me and you... You know, probably it'll happen in the future. I don't know. Me and you get into, like, an argument. I know we won't fall out. Mm-hmm. I know you won't, like, bitch, I'm taking a flight. I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know we're not on that type of time. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just, something about not knowing how people will react makes me a little nervous. Because how do I prepare myself for that? Mm-hmm. And, like... Like, what if I get I get in something, let me rephrase that, I get into a confrontation with some bitch named Amy, and Amy's going to get her fucking seven cousins, and they're going to come to my house, and they're going to whoop my ass. Okay? Oh, this is Project Baby speaking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have, I don't really have friends like that, but... I've seen that happen a lot, like people fighting and stuff. See, like I've seen I've seen that in like middle school, but not yes. as like adults. No, adults be doing some middle school shit. I think I think I see it unraveling like if you're like at a bar or something, and it's like yes. that's that's Melanie. She said I need to go to therapy. And then like, what? Right. Who's it? My baby sister got to go to therapy, and you're like me, and you do too. Like then I could see it happening. Like, <laughs> or like you know? if someone bumps into you, bitches can't say excuse me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's me off the hen. Yeah. Why do they say Hennessy um, brings out the devil in people? Is that true? I, think I don't really be drinking all, honey like that. I think all alcohol applies. And sometimes it ain't even alcohol. It's just in there and, you know, but, um, yeah, that honey be tricking yeah. me. For me, I, I mean, I don't drink honey, but whenever I do get drunk, I'm more of, like, a happy kind of person. No. Yeah. Like, I'm complimenting everybody. Real annoying. Like, if I love you, I'm going to tell you seven times. <laughs> like, that's my kind of, that's my per- kind of persona when I'm drunk. So I don't understand when people get angry or violent. Yeah. But it's, I feel I like... I think they just feel like, like, superheroes, kind of. Yeah. Like, invincible. And, like, there's so much energy in them that they just need to get it out, you know? Whereas yeah. for us, we're like, <laughs> happy energy. Let me spread it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I might... I don't think I'm an angry drunk, but I am a naturally intense person. Like, I'm a Scorpio, you feel me? So, when I say something, like, I'm very passionate about it. And if I say, bitch, you better say excuse me, then I will probably be very passionate about it. At my 21st birthday, there was, like, this, sorry, this weird-ass guy who kept on trying to dance with me and my homegirls. And when I turned 21... 
I was a bitch. I was so mean. Because I was, you know, very anti-men too. So, um... And so he kept yeah. on trying and being weird. And, like, I went up to his friends and I was like, you know, your friend has been on us all night. Like, do you think you could, you know, get him back into your group? And she was like, he's not even bothering you. And I was like... What the fuck? I was like, are you not paying attention? He's been with my group more than your group this whole night. Like, get him out of here. And then, um, like, my former boss slash friend was there too and then all of a sudden i see this little hand on her ass and i'm like do you like this i looked at her like do you like this and she's like no and i was like get your fucking hand off of her right now like Mm -hmm. what the fuck you know so i think yeah okay yeah that's different that's different you're like protecting your friend that's what you mean by passion i thought you meant like Oh, I'm just starting some shit because I'm drunk. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Never, ever, ever. There's people like that, though. Yeah. I'm drunk. Who want to fight? Yeah. Oh, I hate those people. That's such a vibe kill. For real. Like, you're having a good night. Bro, and my like... aunts try to fight at my mom's wedding. <gasps> I was like, just stop it. Nobody's <laughs> ruining my mama's night. <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting my little ass involved. Oh, but my God. But they didn't fight. But it's just like... I hate people that ruin the moment like that. Hate, yeah. that's a strong word. No, I dislike. No, I, I hate shit like that. Like, things are good, and it's like, I don't want to say control your emotions, because that's so much easier said than done, but like you said before, read the room. This is your sister's wedding, your cousin's wedding. Yeah, like, there's nah. love all around. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you being a hater right now? Mm-hmm. You know? Do that shit another day. Mm-hmm. That's toxic traits of other people <laughs> For that real. we don't like. Yeah, and I'm sure we have all witnessed it too. Uh, like the guys I go out with, like they're pretty, they can be pretty hot-headed. And sometimes I can be naive, like, he's not following us to the car. And they'll be like, we're the only car here, like that guy's following us. I'm like, oh, okay. And then they will go, you know, try to protect us and stuff like that. But, yeah. Your guy friends would try to protect you? Yeah. protect you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you the type where you get nervous if guys start getting aggressive? Like, even if it's your (laughs) friend and he's, like, some guy is fucking around, like, bothering you and he's like, oh, what's up to the guy? Do you get nervous about that? Yes, I get extremely nervous because you do not know who you're fucking with you don't know if this guy yes. is a boxer you don't know if he's just straight from the streets and can fuck you up. you don't know if he has a gun yeah. a knife you don't know and i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of guys in general yes but typically the younger ones they feel like they got something to prove they feel like they got to be like oh no like i'm a man and i can hold my own and i could protect you know the women and my sisters that I came with. I I'll, I'll fucking fight you. Like I don't care. And it's like no, please care. We don't want to see you fight. I don't. It's whatever. We're safe now. You know. But yeah. at the same time, it I feel like it does teach a lesson, or hopefully it teaches a lesson to whoever the creeper is and whatnot. You know. It does. It makes I like feeling protective. But I don't like seeing people that I care about get hurt. Like, if if I saw my brother in a fight or something with someone, I'm crying. 
but I'm also trying to help him. You know, I, I get really crying nervous. and swinging. Get off of him. They're probably like, yep, she a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really not a fighter. Like, and this is gonna sound very ignorant to say, I am too cute to fight. If you if you mad, stay over there, bro. I feel like I I wouldn't be as nervous to fight. I would fight if I had to, but I'm mm-hmm. not the one that started the fight. One, mm-hmm. two, I wouldn't be as nervous if I wasn't so small. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck can we do? My mom was like, "Oh, you could kick them. I mean, you could punch them in the stomach, bring them down. It's like we got to do all this extra shit." Because we're so small. Yeah. And I don't want to say, like, I can't protect myself, but... You have to be more strategic. You have to be way more strategic. Yes. Okay, so now I'm thinking more, like, kidnapper mode rather than girl at a club or something. But Mm -hmm. what if he's a large man and he could just, like, pick me up, you know? That's That's what I was thinking. That's when I would just go for the fucking balls or the eyeballs. Yeah. Probably eyeballs. You gotta do something. Yeah. It's so scary out here, man. Mm-hmm. It is. But yeah. Okay. What's another toxic trait that we have? <laughs> it got um, dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think an addictive like. personality could be a toxic trait. That was yeah. one of my toxic traits. It's still continuing, if I'm being honest. It could be good, though. You could use it as good. Yeah. Like, I'm addicted to improving my life or whatever. I'm addicted to creating. I'm addicted I'm to addicted. the dick. I'm addicted to. Yeah. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like like my addictive personality is so spread out, you know, like, even with, like, smoking, like, not like smoking with even with walking like at the reservoir like I like to do that at least three times a week you know like on minimum um that's good am I addictive no you don't I don't think I don't think I'm addicted because I think that I'm on the other spectrum of it's hard for me to I feel like being addicted you have to commit to something Not the commitment <laughs> issues again. It's true though. Like I'm thinking, like, oh, you said you're addicted to taking walks. I would find any excuse. <laughs> like, I can't take a walk today because, you know, I gotta brush my teeth longer today, and that's gonna take up some time. And just excuses in my mind. That's a toxic trait. Um, making excuses and procrastinating is my toxic trait. Yeah. Definitely. That's crazy. I do that with everything, Sam. I have to write down, like, the things I have to do. And then if I don't cross it out, I can f- physically feel the disappointment. Stop. Yeah. No, that's that's actually been helping me because I don't want to feel that disappointment. Okay. So I've been able to get them done. Okay, but if good. I don't write it down, it's like they're just things in my mind that I can postpone. As long as you keep that to-do list attainable... And not like, okay, finish my book today. Go to dinner today. <laughs> exercise today. Like, that's what was in my mind. That's yeah, what was like, like no. too much. Yeah. Too much to do. Yeah. Yes. I do have to make sure that I'm not putting too much on myself. 
because mm-hmm. I'll get burnt out thinking that hard today. Yeah, it's just so avoiding. I'm it for tomorrow. But it's over my head. And it's like, you got to do this shit. Remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this quote and it was like, um, you should. It was like, don't wait for tomorrow to do what you can do today. And I think mm-hmm. I align that with doing favors for myself. Like, okay, if I fold my laundry today, I got to do it tomorrow. You know, that's doing a yes. favor for my future self. Yeah, I got to tap back into into that healing stuff because I, I took a week too. off. And well, sometimes you need a break so yeah. that you can rehydrate or rejuvenate your mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, reboot. Yeah, I think I was on the list. So do you go... Sorry. Do you go into that addictive personality with healing too? Is it with everything? I think so because I think it becomes a part of the routine. Every night I would journal, read a few quotes from um, the book and stuff and, you know, just reflect and and try to write a poem or something. But lately, I don't know, I probably wrote in my journal like like a week ago or something, which isn't that bad Like now that I think about it. But I I still kind of dread it. Like, even talking about it, I'm like, I gotta write in my journal. Like, because I, I know I have to write in my, in my journal. But it's like, fuck, I gotta, I have to redo it, you know? Why do you feel like you have to, though? Because I haven't done it in a week. And maybe it is, like, a self-created expectation to do um now that i am a writer or i'm trying to you know ascend and do all of this stuff like writing is healing and therapeutic and all of that stuff so maybe that's why i feel the inclination to do it Mm. yeah Yeah, i i only journal when i feel i really need to yeah so you don't do it every day no i girl i can't even (laughs) i i can't commit to that right now (laughs) That's too much. I would that will put it into because it starts to feel like a chore, and I don't want that to feel like a chore. Mm -hmm. I just do it when I'm I'm feeling so overwhelmed with my feelings. I feel like I'm just shoving them down. I'll write it, and in my journals, I'll be writing some creative ass shit that I could use for a poem. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll go back and read it to myself and be like, damn, that was that was fire. I could turn that into something. Yeah. And I move it to my poetry pad or whatever. Yeah. I definitely see that too. And honestly, like, maybe I should take um, a more an approach similar to your approach where it is not a chore. It's like an inclination. Like do it because you want to do it and that's um, how it stays authentic and whatnot so yeah i don't know and i think what i've been writing about and what's been like in my heart is still mourning the most recent situationship ending you know so that's like what i most recently wrote about and i'm like i'm tired of writing about this shit (laughs) i'm i literally am about to be done with my notebook because i wrote about it and yeah it is beautiful that i like purged it but at the same time this is annoying you know i think it's because you want to be over it right yeah you don't want to feel like you're still stuck on it yeah 
Mm-hmm. Like, why am I? But it's at the same time, at the same time, you got to look at it like, this is helping me. Mm-hmm. I'm writing this down. I'm not keeping it inside. Mm-hmm. I'm letting it go. When Once I write it down, it's like I let it go because it's not in my mind anymore. It's not in my heart. Yeah, but then it still stays in my heart sometimes, just a little bit, yeah, you know. You know, you just gotta be patient. <laughs> yeah, and it's all a, it's all a process. Um, I just feel like what pops into my mind when I'm writing that shit again is like, you are writing about this, and yes, it doesn't matter what homeboys doing, whatever. But it's like you are writing about this. Mm-hmm. And a homeboy doesn't give a fuck. Like, at the end of it, it's not about yes. him and stuff. But it's like, he does not give a shit. So why are you wasting your breath on it still? You know? I owe it to myself to process those emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good that you're aware of that. That could be it's a toxic trait. Like, you're trying to just get over shit really fast. You try to rush your process. Mm-hmm. That's toxic. <laughs> yeah, but so. it's also hormone too, because I do yeah. the same shit. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. We try to rush everything, like yeah, because we don't want to be stuck in our feelings. It's not a good feeling to be stuck. Yeah. It, it, especially like when nostalgia start, starts coming up. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Yeah. But it's cool. We'll see what I write tonight. I feel like even if I even if I write a sentence and I'm like, I am grateful for today, or I went to the ocean, I still feel a little accomplished. Good. So, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> so back to the other question. Back to uh, this bitch that had a lot to say about me in the press. <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you think is a toxic trait? Never mind. I was going to ask what a toxic trait was that you would be able to deal with. But as you said. I don't know. Nothing. Melanie right Stray said We could nada. talk about what we did. We could talk about our past. What we put toxic traits we put up with. Because right now I don't feel the energy to put up with no shit. Like, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, we could do I that. I go. Go ahead. Um, I put up with ghosting. <gasps> Being ghosted for like a week or two. I think I remember you telling me about this. but And you continued to talk to him after that situation? Yes. Because he said something about his phone being broken, right? Mm-hmm. His phone broke for two weeks and you didn't fix it. With ghosting. And how long did y'all talk after that? I want to say like three months, maybe. I don't remember. And deep down, like, you knew, like, this is not the move, but I'm going to just be here. I knew he was lying. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, whatever. Because at the time, I was just like, what does he owe me? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, nobody really owes you anything. But I should have never tolerated that disrespect because now he knew that he could get away with just barely talking to me because I'm still going to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you, like stop it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say that you bought that excuse, 
but she bought it so what else can i sell her so how how was it after like did did he stay on that same energy was it more like fucked up shit um he was inconsistent Mm. like with communication but it wasn't as bad as when he ghosted me it would just be like oh maybe he didn't talk to me today but he talked to me yes tomorrow or whatever Mm. Mm-mm-mm. It wasn't on the like, yeah. But I was still. I I guess that's another thing I put up with too. Bad communication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I let I let them sway me with their excuses. Like, oh, I don't. Want, I have to talk to you every day. Like that's not normal to talk to everyone every day. Just gaslight it. He said thinking, that. Yeah, like gaslight it into thinking like. No, someone doesn't owe owe you a conversation every day or someone doesn't, like, people have shit to do throughout the day. They're not going to just sit there and just keep talking to you all day. Like, I got things to do. So I started to feel like, damn, like, why am I always thinking about if he's going to text me? What, why aren't I filling up my day with something else? You know, and I started to feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. And I tried to fill up my day with things so that I wouldn't think about him not communicating with me as much as I really deep down would love to. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just keep, like, I feel like I've experienced that too where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my homegirls, whatever, whatever, so that I'm not constantly checking my phone. Yes. And, um, but then at the end of it, when you leave and, like, you still check your phone, or even when you're with them and you check your phone, you're like, oh, that's cool, girl, I'll play the music. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nobody's calling. Or you take a nap. You take a nap. <laughs> or you go take a shower. Yes, for, like, a long one, too. And then, yes. and then you like come you back shaved, and... you shaved. You washed your hair. Exfoliated. <laughs> and then, like, you come back and you're like, yeah, it's been two hours, bro, like... And then you look and there's nothing and you're like, oh, all right, for sure. Boom, slap in the face. (laughs) It's worse, like, when you're just, because you're still thinking about it, even Mm -hmm. if you try to distract yourself. Because if you really like someone, you are thinking about that you want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. I do think that certain people have different, um, ways of communicating and whatnot too so it's good to like ask like oh are you a texter do you prefer talking on the phone do you prefer facetime because there are some people that like hate facetime and there are some people that hate texting you know Mm -hmm. and i think you have to have honest conversation with yourself like do you want to put up with that if you're Mm -hmm. the type of person that likes to be on facetime and they don't facetime at all then like is it worth it you know because Mm -hmm. if you just say yes okay but you know deep down that's gonna upset you all the time Mm -hmm. then it's like you put up with it Mm -hmm. and it's i feel like a healthy thing would be like he doesn't facetime me but you know we go on like dates and we still like kick it and hang out you know like that's healthy but there's an alternative mm -hmm. yeah like the ball ain't dropped you know, but these people be dropping the ball. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I understand that people have different things that they like to do as far as communication. Like, some people don't like texting at all, but they like talking on the phone or they don't like doing any of that. They just like seeing you. 
okay? But don't gaslight me into thinking that I'm crazy for wanting you to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. instead, just be like, you know what? No, I don't want to text all day, but I would love to talk to you at the end of the day on the phone, or I would love to go see you instead, something like that. I'll be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But when you're making me feel bad, it's not it. That's not and it. And, like, you know? like an inconvenience, like... Like yes. what? Like you send their texting all day. Like I'm out here getting money, and I'm in the yes. studio, and I'm this, and I'm like, that. Like bro, like bro, you post on your story five times an hour. You even you making exactly. music or you a fucking social media director? Exactly. Right. Oh, the worst is when they don't respond to your text, but they post a story. Ouch. I'm guilty of that too, though. <laughs> but but then like in that same like essence, like I feel like you get a a better understanding because honestly, like it's hard not to take it personal. But it's like they just don't want to talk to me right now, and that's cool. Yeah. But keep that same energy. So when you want to talk mm-hmm. to me, I'm gonna post on my story. We got that type of relationship yeah. now. Exactly. Yes, I agree. Um. This is like another side note, but I hate when people respond to my stories with an emoji. Like, yeah, what? Like, what am I gonna like do? the swipe up ones? Yes, like I I like the feature where it just stays on your story and you don't get a notification. But um, I hate having unread messages. You feel me? So like. You send an emoji, I send one back, you like the message. It's, what was the point of that interaction? You know? You are so kind. Sometimes, if I'm feeling really, really nice, then yeah, I'll send out the thank you and stuff. But then, it still just ends with like a like or like a red read or something. You know what I mean? Yes, or if I don't want to do all that, I just like it. I yeah. just like the emoji. And but it. I've always felt a little rude just liking it. Probably because this, like, I hate, you know, seeing the like message mm, or whatever. Yeah, you but. know what? I don't, that makes sense. I don't feel bad when I do it, but if someone were to do that to me, I would feel like they're a little bit rude. Like, a little dismissive. Yeah, but that's hypocrite because I've done that. And I didn't mean <laughs> it in a rude way. I'm just liking it. Because <laughs> I don't feel like talking to you. Well, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Yeah. I don't but, feel like talking to you because I don't want this. I don't want to make this a conversation, but I appreciate the heart. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other end too, it's like I I don't want to have a conversation, but you look cubish, like ooh, you know. Would you say you you've put up with? Um, I don't want it to get dark, but <laughs> I dealt with a whole toxic ass person. Um. Mm-hmm. you know a few times and whatever but um i think the one that like has sticks out to me the most is when you are dealing with someone that isn't you know um at like i don't want to say their best but they're just not happy with themselves and so they just project mm-hmm. they project everything onto you and yes. it's like you're like yo i'm i'm your girl i got you <laughs> but at the end of the day it's one of those things where it's like no bitch you can't help him 
like he has to help himself you know like what has what would he do example um my best friend dropped me off at his house and then he was like don't have any other beeps dropping you off at my house and i was like mm -hmm. what are you talking about and she and he was like um, that red car that sped off like i know how dudes drive like that was not a female in there and i was like yes it was <laughs> like that's my best friend's car you know and um yeah that's like over analyzing shit too mm -hmm. like oh i know how guys drive mm -hmm. yeah and like we would get into a fight like every night and like i didn't have a car at that time so i would I would get off of work at 9 p.m., wait for him until, like, 11 p.m., um, go go spend, not even spend the night with him. I would, like, see him for a few hours and then Uber home at, like, 3 a.m. And he would still, and <laughs> cook After for him. Right? Uh-huh, and still Ooh, cook for you him. You were a wife. Yes, bitch, and he was a chef. He was a chef and a music producer, so I don't know why I was cooking. But, um, Great. yeah, it was, it was a crazy time. And there was this time where we got into a fight and, uh, he was like, you know how many, um, how many bad bitches I see? Like, I see a lot, but I don't want any of them. I want to be with you. And, Ew. you know, damaged me was like, oh my God, he wants to be with me. Um, and now, Oh, you like that when he said that? I, that's how mentally fucked up I was at fucking 18, 19, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. just that validation, like, damn, I bet you do see some beautiful women. And so for you to choose me, it's like, wow, is that you validation? You honored. Yeah, like, yeah. cool. So, yeah. And then, like, I was working But he's very... cocky as fuck, too. Yeah. Like, being like, oh, I could actually, I have a chance with those bad bitches. Like, mm -hmm. Cause you how don't, do you even know they would like you, you back? you was a little homeless. But anyway. Like, what do you mean? I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's basically saying, he's basically saying, like, oh, like, I could have better. Mm. Like, mm -hmm, excuse mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. I am better. And you know what? Like, I had a very, very demanding job at the time, and he didn't understand that. And so, like, I wouldn't be able to talk to him for, like, hours out of the day. And he'd be like, I have dated doctors and lawyers and stuff. How are they able to make time for me? But, like, you can't. And then it goes back to what we were talking about where it's like, yo, are you not busy? Yeah. <laughs> like, you just really out here not doing, not doing much, huh? You watching the yes. phone for me to call. And then I remember. No, but did you say that to him? I said something along the lines of, I am busy. Like, I'm at work. And I'm driving at work. You know what I mean? I'm not about to sit up here and text you or be on the phone with you. Like, and I was constantly running around. So, it's just like, I kept trying to give justification and reasons. But he looked at everything as an But excuse. you were still hanging out with him after work, though, right? When I could... Because, so I transitioned from, like, being a receptionist to basically being, like, a salesperson or a sales assistant. So, yeah, when I'm a receptionist, I could talk to you all motherfucking day. But if I'm selling cars, like, right. it's, it just changes. It's different. Um, 
And I remember one time he had something urgent as fuck to call me about. Something super duper urgent. But I was with customers. And so he texted me like, oh, I have something important to ask you. So I'm like, okay, cool. You need to call me within this two minute time frame so I could sneak off to the restroom, answer your call, whatever. And so basically I missed the call and uh, he texted me and was like, you're not there for me. Like what type of, and you want to be my woman, blah, 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 blah. They're about to tow my car. Like I was just going to ask if I could borrow some money, but if you can't even do that for me, la la la. <laughs> You know what, but I, it's like, it's like I feel for him a little bit. <laughs> Melanie. Because, because if you are his girl, you do have to be for him, be there for him. But if you feel like you can't be there for him the way that he wants you to, then it's like, what's the point? So I think that's, if his toll, his car is getting towed, whatever, he wanted you to pay for it. He just, he needed $100 to, like, make his payment or whatever. So I sent him the money. Like, it wasn't an what, issue. Did he not work? He, he didn't work, Sam? He, um, you know, so I guess the music production business or whatever, like, it takes them a while for them to get their money. So he was sitting on a good check for, like, a year before they sent it to him. And he was doing Lyft in the meantime. Damn. Yeah, and so it was, like, very valid reasons. But, bro, you asking me for money when I'm at my job that will be supplying this money. You feel me? And I told yeah. you to call me within this two-minute time frame. And you didn't. So how is this my issue? Has he paid me back the money, Melanie? Has he? Oh, no. No, he hasn't. And he's, like, no, no shade to the age, but he's probably, like, 32 right now. So, oh, uh, he's grown, grown, grown. But yeah, you no, know, grown. Being old doesn't even mean that you're grown. That's what I realized. Mhm. I was um. Oh wait, yeah. Let's let, let me finish that off. That that is, that is a lot to deal with. That's a lot of emotion to deal with. Mhm. Um. Yeah, but I learn. I feel like I learned so much. I I saw how much I was willing to do for that whatever the fuck was, and I wasn't even getting any. Like we oh, would no. literally lay lay beside each other like two dead bodies. You know there was no passion. So you so it was a relationship, relationship. Was it? It wasn't official. Like, in all of my situationships, it never got to the point where they were like, all right, I want to make you my girlfriend. Ever. Mm. Maybe in high school, but I don't count. I had one relationship in high school. That shit was, like, the whole high school experience. No, Was it good, though? Basically. And it was toxic. Oh, Melanie. But it was good, but it was, it was very toxic because we were both young, so... I was toxic in that relationship. He was. It was my first time. It was like. You have all of these perceptions of how it should be rather than who you're dealing with. And in high school, you're kind of like trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. But imagine being in a relationship where you're trying to do that. It's like you're, hold, you're holding yourself back kind of. Yeah. 
Because you got to align with whatever the person is. It's like you're trying to ride a bicycle, but that one training wheel is still on there. Yes. Yes. Good analogy. Gracias, gracias. Dang, we really said we was not talking about love and, um... I know. You know, the hopeless romantics back at it again. It wasn't the whole time. It wasn't. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode on me and Sam's toxic traits. Please let us know if you guys have any toxic traits to make us feel better about all the shit we talked about. Um, Please make sure to follow our Instagram only one call away with two Y's at the end of a way. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.